Welcome to Caribbean Millennials. Another week, another episode of the Caribbean Millennials podcast, guys. Um, hope everyone had a good last week. You know, hope it was productive. Hope you guys got all what you wanted and more. I feel like that's the right thing to say. Um, how was your week, Adani? It was good. You know, a bit hectic, but not bad. I have okay. begun my search for bicycle. <laughs> no, no. You started that last week. You continued your search for bicycle. Yes. The search continues. I found out that Quartz does not, is not the bicycle powerhouse that they were back in our youths. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And you don't have no bike shops. You remember they saw what it was cycle center? There used to like be that? one. I, I find yeah. out it's still open and exists. Universal Cycle Center. Really? Universal so Cycle gonna, Center. Where are, yep, are they? Same place in the CDC. Okay. Wow. So I'm going to go down there this week and okay, see okay. what they have on offer. So you think it's cheaper for you to get a bicycle on island versus just buying one online? Um, I'm just thinking if somebody else had to do the duties and whatever, then maybe the okay. price might be a bit different. Mm-hmm. Depends, you know. But I know, I know if I want what I want, I'll have to go. Online. Online. But I'm seeing if I can maybe compromise on some features. Because you are a big bike guy, right? Like in college and stuff, you were heavy on the bike. Oh, yes. I wasn't heavy on the bike, you know. I'm I'm a normal weight guy. Come on. I meant it was a frequency of use. Yeah, yeah, I used to ride quite often. Um, It used to be about that bike life. Oh, yeah. Even when I I came up to the US, I I got a bicycle. I think yeah, we actually. We yeah. will. Especially I got you a I got you a bike as a gift, Dog, I don't remember I remember the first bike I had that got stolen. My god. I was devastated. Eh? That that one hurt my heart. Eh? Whoever it is that sold that bike if you out there, I hope you fall on it every time you ride it. But yeah, so okay, so wait, so you going for you looking for more mountain bike or road bike? Yeah, what right do you now. envision for your life? Um, I'm thinking you can take you can take a road bike. You can take you a mountain bike on the road, but you can't yeah. take a road bike anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So okay, okay. based on our terrain, I was going to go for like something that's like a a hybrid. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can go a little mountain biking, but like I'm not going to like Carve Mount Jimmy kind of thing, like so you know. But my current bike, it is a hybrid, but I'm regretting that it's it's more. I can go off road with it, but it have the handlebars of a road bike, and I don't like that because I'm mad tall and that's just uncomfortable for me. Yeah, so I think you, you yeah. can swap those, right? Like you can modify yeah, them. Yeah, that's actually what I think I'm going to look into doing, swapping it because, boy, that shit. I was even going to bike. ask you if you'd be starting your biking again because now the weather is yeah, nice. Yeah, I will. I might either sell the bike and get a uh, get one with the more better suited handlebars, or I'll try and swap the handlebars because yo, like 
I'm not going to lie, a short distance is not an issue, but when I try, because, so when we used to live in the apartment, I used to go, when I used to go out on the bike, I'd go all in the back in pool neighborhoods all over the place. But that should used <laughs> to be killing my back. Like, so I think, yeah, that might be the, the solution there, swapping that. But yeah, I mean, well. you know, get out there, get the wind in your head. Exactly. And I find it's just a better <laughs> form of exercise I like versus being on a treadmill or, you know, mm. taking a walk. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, like yeah. actually like to ride like exploring yeah yeah like i can do circuits like you know run a ride around five six times you know the same place yeah. and it'll be f- like you know it'll be fun you're riding you just walk and you're in. still outside versus yeah. like one of the things i've struggled with with the stationary bike is like you're still literally like in your house <laughs> yeah and that's the same problem with the treadmill like you're mm-hmm. just inside you're just there <laughs> yeah the bike when you hold your brakes, you know, you make the, the backslide, you know, have fun, you know. You, know, you could possibly get run over, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was exciting. about to say yeah. I was about to say don't hurt yourself. Yeah, well uh, we, our roads are so nice now, there's like a little circuit in the community. So if I want to, I don't okay. ever have to like go on the highway. They're well, like suited for you now. Yeah, yeah, there's like concrete mm-hmm. and but you know, Mr. Adventure, one day gonna say, Oh, let me go up that hill. Oh, let me oh well yeah then it's not going to be a run over i might just meet a wild pig you know then it's then it's on that's a different thing yeah then we're having pork for dinner so (laughs) so danny you'll have to keep us and the podcast listeners um updated on um super books bike adventures oh yes 2021 yeah 2022 right like it almost feels i know he's doing it and starting it in 2021 but you're like we're knocking on 2022 eh? yeah we're close knocking on heaven's door that's how it feels uh, danny (laughs) oh yes so close (laughs) about to be two years in a pandemic but hey you know panini what do we a panini yeah i saw someone say a panda express (laughs) <laughs> the best one I've seen is a periwinkle. I cannot forget that <laughs> periwinkle. <laughs> Kidding. Um, all right, so Danny had a good week. Anushka, how was your week? Um, we did that um, first time juice cleanse this oh, week. We did a juice cleanse this week. Yeah. Vudan's idea, not <gasps> mine. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, but I feel like I enjoyed it more than you i um i didn't have a problem with it it's not that you I did have it. a problem with it. no no i had a problem with it on the third day when i realized really no you had a problem on the second day no i did start to have a problem i said you know maybe it's in my head so let me put that out of my head and i can i can survive i can do this thing and on the third day it was when i was looking at the back of one of the bottles i truly realized how grave of, an, grave of an error I made. One of the things has like 170 calories max and you drink five of them throughout the day. Put uh-huh. that into perspective. Yeah. I told him from the beginning, Your I was boy like, Vernon, are you sure this is enough calories for you? Was hungry. And whatever. On the third, by the end of the second day, I realized like, yeah, boy, maybe I made a grave error here. But the cashew milk and how was long you 500 calories. Go on for... So we did it for three days. I was shooting for he four. He wanted to do four. Let me tell you. Let me and tell you. Let me tell you the thing. Let me tell you the thing. Vernon and I, we both wanted to do a cleanse. This was not for weight loss reasons no, 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 or no, anything no, no, like no. that. It just literally cleared the system. You know, you know 
maintenance, whatever. Yeah. Um, so we were trying to think of what different things to do. Vernon was adamant, I want to do a juice cleanse. Yeah, man, I can do I that. I wasn't adamant I wanted to do a juice cleanse. <laughs> I, I, yo, yo, let Anushka <laughs> tell a story. Dog, like, I'm the villain, eh? Like, no, guys, okay, I did not no, no, mean no. to make it sound like... I was like... not adamant about a juice cleanse. I but just you really thought... wanted to do a juice cleanse. No, no. I wanted to do a cleanse. I thought a juice cleanse may have been a bit easier to do. Okay. Because we could buy the juice. We don't have to prep it and that kind of thing. Okay. That's what I thought. And yes, it was easier to do. It was. It, it was. I loved juices. the fact that I didn't have to cook for three days. Yeah. They sent us the juices. They were numbered one through five. You have one for breakfast, mid, mid-morning mid snack, lunch, mid-afternoon snack dinner and then there was a a, a, a six one a that's like milk, a yeah. cashew or a cashew a cashew milk whatever thing it's like if you're working out or you know you still need a little extra sustenance type of thing okay so the juices were fine they tested and then great. in addition to that you had to drink a gallon of water yeah you, you drink my thing um they tested great um, I found myself peeing like excessively. Yes, yes. Yeah. So I feel like it did something. I think what it was is just that the caloric intake was not enough for it you. It was not enough for me. I was fine. And the first day was fine for me. Okay. The first day I missed chewing. Like, I I don't know if anyone has nodding that, you know, if they've done this before. But it's the little things of literally chewing food. I missed chewing food. Right. So you didn't you, you didn't miss chewing food? I no, really miss chewing uh, food. I didn't feel any way. I didn't know about like missing chewing food. I just <laughs> felt hungry mm. at the end of the second day. Okay. Yeah. Towards the end of the second day I felt hungry and I was like, damn boy, hmm, what do I do about that kind of thing? But yeah, nothing to do about that. Um, but I do feel like energy levels were good. I never got any of the like migraine or like you know negative s- s- symptoms that so people say on juice. I went. felt hungry, and it was only towards the end of the second day I realized what it was was that it wasn't enough because I got a headache, mm-hmm. and I only get headaches when like I hungry and I haven't had food like enough food, but. I went, I drank the cashew milk thing, I drank my water, and I went to bed. And I woke up the Saturday, and we did it again, we finished it, and then I was like, the remaining day, because I was like, I don't think I can do four, at least I did three, I'll drink the remaining, like, randomly throughout the day today. But yeah, we did a juice cleanse. Will I ever do a juice cleanse again? Maybe. Will I ever do three days? Fuck no. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um or at least if i do it i need to be eating i need to stock up on mad like fruits and vegetables because on the second day what i did was the second day or was it the first day first day one of the days salad. i made a salad i just made a salad no dressing a little olive oil on it some salt some pepper and i ate that because i feel no way about eating salads i like salads and what so yeah but yeah, we did a juice cleanse, and I don't know if I'm ever really doing this shit again. Actually. I I mean I I was pleasantly surprised by it personally. I would do it at least once a quarter. 
You know, I Check think me for in the next quarter, and I'll decide. I think for sure, them. like after Christmas, where you take in like all of them, like carbs and processed things and alcohol and whatever. Like I think January would be a ideal time to Check do it. Check me in again. January, and I'll decide if I actually want to partake in this again. I can't give you an answer right now, but yeah. So we did that. Um, anything else happened in your week? You want to tell us all about? Um, me not so much. Um, just kind of got out of the house and um went on like a three mile walk um went out the house and i did it with a friend and then um today i went out to um a farmer's market um with a friend as well and it was just nice to kind of get that change of um scenery and just slowly start doing things with people again um that's essentially it for me, but um, you transitioned to being a day walker. Yeah, um, I no longer work nights. So this is Whoa, oh my God, I get my husband back. Daytimes. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I really missed him. I instantly hated it. I, I really missed him. I instantly hated it because it feels like everybody was waiting for me to get back on daytime. Even your wife. Because it was, it was like mad meetings and people asking me questions. And it's like, dog, I... And your wish. wife making you breakfast. I was on day times when people were not... Bo- you didn't have to make me breakfast, though. Wow. Think about it. We did, we, did, we did multiple days of a cleanse. Yeah. I still made you breakfast the first two days. Right. Um, anyway. Um, but yeah. He loves me too, guys. He loves me too. So I'm back working days. Back a regular person. Yeah. So, yay welcome yeah. back I, I don't know like my week wasn't that exciting if i'm being honest yeah it's not about excitement and nothing special went on outside of that and it's doing a juice lane so i'm like yeah whatever it's another week don't get me wrong i'm happy i live to see another week because there's some people who didn't get that and whatnot, amen but, you know it's another week it was a okay week uh, a regular sometimes normal is good mm-hmm. I, I need no excitement mm-hmm. just to know i make it for a week Ain't nothing so, wrong with vanilla. Yeah. Um I don't know. I, I don't know what went on in the world this week, to be honest. Well I have kind of stayed away. Caribbean from, wise Caribbean <clears throat> wise. Miami Carnival. It's yeah, a big thing that happened. On, but even that I'm not really paying attention to. Yeah, I know. Like, I just in think terms of like on my t- well, I won't say on my timeline, but I don't haven't really I don't really, I haven't gone much on social media this week. I've gone a bit and sent a couple of posts to you and me, my sister and Danny and my other friends, but not as much. Um, okay. Was it Monday? Monday, Facebook went down. Oh, yeah. That was right? this week. Huh. All Facebook. Damn, apps. it's so been Facebook, a long week. Right? Like when he said right? that, yeah, I swear it was like a month ago. Yeah, Monday, Facebook went down. So Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, all that shit was down. And everybody flock to twitter because they need a social media thing and but that's not the first time it's happened it's not the first time it's happened but it it showed how dependent people are on social media because Correct. it wasn't down for a short period of time it was down for a long period of mm-hmm. time and people were losing their shit they were people people said they kept opening the app have uh, your google listing have your website have your email list be able to communicate with your people um well, you see, that's from the business perspective. But mm-hmm. I don't even look, I look just at the human level. People said they kept opening the apps and checking. That's a stuff. human behavior so thing, it's like, right? It's like maybe it's a sign that, hey, maybe you're a bit too attached to be too, a bit too attached to these things mm-hmm. that we keep opening them even though we do it down mm-hmm. and whatnot. 
I mean, Twitter got. But that's what it's de- that's what they've designed the things on, yeah. right? Like, no, I mean, come on, all these things designed on that. You know, you want to get people hooked. You want them to keep. That's how you make your dollars. How mm-hmm. many time much time people spend it clicking and scrolling and whatnot? But um, so that went down. Now, you know, the conspiracy theorists online will be, oh my god, you know, it went down because that whistleblower went on sixty minutes and said whatever and blah 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 whatever whatever, um. I am 90% sure, confident, that that's not why it went down. I'll never say I'm above 90% because I don't know exactly what's going on. I'm putting my hand in fire for anyone. But if what I understand from my studies and, you know, knowing the internet and whatnot is correct, it is a configuration error that happened that took them down. All right? Well, they didn't go down. The best way to explain it is the road to them was deleted. So they were still there. You just couldn't get to those apps and whatnot. But yeah, that happened. Facebook went down. Um, the other whistleblower come and say something about them that they know how harmful their stuff is. I feel a way about that, but I don't know if you're really on to talk about that. Adushka says no. <laughs> Adani is probably saying no. So uh, <laughs> talk um, about Facebook. Yeah, about Facebook and the whistleblower saying how... Oh, about how they, they know, knew whatever uh, they about know, the They have studies and they have information. They have documents proving that they know how harmful Facebook and the practices are to people and whatnot. I don't know if you want to talk about that. I mean, I, for me, it's no different than the... Um, tobacco company doing cigarettes being bad? Yeah, and the, and the, the Netflix special... being bad? The Netflix right. special that we watched on um, Cambridge Dynamics. Analytica. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just like companies will ride the edge mm-hmm. of what is allowed to maximize their profits. That's that's right. just the bottom line. Well, and there are things that can be put in place to protect us, the user mm-hmm. and the consumer. But it's not always the case. Um, at the other end of the spectrum, us, the user and the consumer have to be wary about what we use and consume. And but that's what I was about to say, Danny. I um, will see that like there have been times in history where these rules have helped save lives. Like we move from leaded to unleaded, right? Yeah. The rules put on environmental usage, dumping in oceans and rivers. Like a lot of those things would companies would not readily stop that no matter how much and when they were rolled back companies went right back to doing it even knowing these things were bad so it it runs both ways um i agree for danny it does run both ways and i i inherently have an issue with this whole pitchfork we in the streets going after facebook thing let me add something before you share that maybe that um to danny's point you know, things have been changed because of like the impacts on the environment or whatever. But, you know, today's world mental health day, right? And the difference is what's being done is having an impact on people's mental health, right? And the question is, is that a priority for lawmakers? Um, And here's the other thing eh, about lawmakers. It's not going to be a world law. You get so me? I, I, and I'll, so I agree. Um, 
But here's my here's my thing. Like I said, I inherently have the issue with this whole let's go in the 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 streets and pitchfork pitch against Facebook and whatnot. I want people to listen to me. Do not get me wrong. I am not saying that Facebook is not at fault. They are at fault. They have some shady practices. They have some shady advertising stuff. The algorithm is a bit odd in the way it makes sure that it serves up the most controversial stuff and whatnot. But I have an issue with the fact that we only want to hold the platform accountable. Yes, Facebook serves up the the controversial stuff and and the you know clickbait and that kind of stuff, but they're also not the ones posting it. When you see an ad run for, for by some white power group or some racist group or some controversial thing, or the ad scammers being ran, or, or the scammers running the ad, it's not Facebook sitting down and saying, "Oh, let's make an ad and run it." Someone is going. And sitting down on the Facebook platform and creating an ad and using it and running it. Mm-hmm. So we holding the pl- we want to hold the platform accountable and we want to let the people posting the things get away. Mm-hmm. It can't work both ways. Both people have to help be held accountable. Mm-hmm. And as Anushka says, mental health day. These platforms and the things that are being posted on it, it affects the mental health of people. But the lawmakers are not thinking about that. And and here's the thing. Everybody's like, oh, yes, finally Congress is doing something about Facebook and they're taking them and they, they want to hold them accountable. Nobody is understanding and seeing that the U.S. government is not holding Facebook accountable because they care about the people. The issue the U.S. government has with Facebook is the same issue they have with Microsoft and they have with Google and they have with Apple and they have with, with everybody and Amazon is that these companies in their eyes have too much power and these companies have more power than the U.S. government. These companies have more information on people than the U.S. government has. They have more influence as well. Yeah, they have more influence. That's the issue. It's not that these companies harming people. It's just that it's a power struggle right now. Mm -hmm. So for the U.S. government, it may seem, oh, they're going after them, but they have the ulterior motive of wanting to um, take away power from these companies so they can have more power. Mm -hmm. So don't get twisted and believe that these people are on your side and they're looking out for your best interests. Mm -hmm. They're not. The whistleblower, she may be looking out for, for your best interest and thinking, oh, this is bad and I want to stop it. But she has to understand that the people that back in her, they have the ulterior motive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's, that's, that's the thing. Pawns it, in the power game. It's always pawns in a power game. But we're here to talk about that. I'm not really good. That. <laughs> um, um, also this week, Dave Chappelle had put out his final special on Netflix. Okay. You know, as usual, Woo! you should put out a special and immediately a bunch of people get butthurt. Oh, wow. Okay. It, without without fail. Every time you put out a special, somebody gets butthurt. Yeah, he's, he's controversial. People are sensitive. It's it's like... So here's the thing. Inevitable. Here's the thing. I don't consider Dave Chappelle controversial. You I, are controversial. No, no, no. So. no. I know I am controversial. <laughs> I so. know that. I believe... You, you think you're more controversial than Dave Chappelle? Listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. I believe what Dave Chappelle does is he says the thing that everyone is afraid to say. Correct. He openly says it, but he words it in a way and gets you to think about it in a way that you cannot deny that when, when you do think about it, you cannot deny that it's wrong. That what he's the, the point, what he's trying to show you is wrong, you cannot deny it's wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't go to spoil it for people, but he said things on there that when you listen and you really think about it, it's like, 
damn that is really messed up um one of the things he said only one of the lines i probably quote he said something about basically that people the lgbtq community they are minorities until it's time for them to be white he said it and i was like huh and i really thought about it because the example he gave he was having an argument with somebody in a bar i think the person is part of the lgbtq community and the person is in his face and he is ready to fight the person and the person called the police and he thought about it and he thought that had that person been black that black person would not have called the police because when the police would have shown up the police wouldn't care that the other person was lgbtq or whatnot all they would have seen was two black men and that really made that it it was like wow eye-opening but right now the lgbtq community specifically the trans community as well as the national justice for black people i think that's what they call whatever they are they are asking for him to be cancelled and for his special to be cancelled and a lot of people online are laughing because it's like you really expect a man who turned down 50 million dollars to care about being cancelled so we'll see what happens there you know and he's already been paid He's already been paid, and honestly, I don't think he cares. Because then he, the, somebody well, asked him about it, and he said, "Good, fuck them. I don't care." Fuck well, NBC, and obviously, fuck Twitter, it was people. approved by Netflix and all of them to even be on the platform in the first place. It was, you know? but here's the thing: um, the things they asked him to be cancelled for about in the special, it proves that they did not listen, listen to, to the, the whole special. thing which is another thing that is constant with yeah. the cancel thing is remember the thing about Joe Budden way back when and yeah. like Caribbean people were like uh, but a lot of people did not listen to the whole thing right it's yeah. this constant thing we're gonna be in of people listening to the snippets the spark notes well, or the whatnot and not having context because exactly. context is crucial so if those people who asking for him to be cancelled had listened to the entire thing, they will see they're making his exact point that he was making. But also, there are some of them who probably listen to it, but you know when people go into something already for pitchfork looking to find the issue, mm-hmm. they will only pick out the things that help serve them mm-hmm. making their point of, oh, you're bad and you're against us and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, you know... Another week, another person but hurts about something. You know what That's I want to cancel? Cancels. Cancels. Cancellations. Yeah. I was just thinking that cancel culture in itself is weird. It's problematic. It's weird. Yeah, because you're essentially saying this person did something wrong. And there is no way that they can ever atone for that. There's no mm-hmm. there's nothing that they can do to ever right, learn to from, from that it. or to come back from that. Just that yeah. one mistake means that they should never talk again. They should never be a star again. They should never yeah. and be in public again. And for and some people, that yeah, is okay. Ahead. Like like R. Kelly and whatnot, like that's terrible, right? But for other people, if you say something wrong, like you should be able to come back, apologize. Yeah, exactly. Right. People can grow. Like and people learn, right? Because, because the thing about it is it's like you're now giving people anxiety of even speaking out about anything because it's not safe 
to make a mistake. It's not safe to talk about, you know, any kind of thing too liberally, next thing, so and so. So that then is going against people just being authentic. But look, right? in, in, in this special, he gave a prime example. Listen to this. Kevin Hart had a dream of hosting the Oscars. Mm-hmm. And they took that away from him for something he said years ago. Something that he himself came back and said, you know, he's grown. And looking back on what he said, that was bad. And I shouldn't say that, but he took that away from him. The, the baby, funny, the the rapper, funny thing, for example, uh, open, ahead, I was like opening the people who are quick to cancel. If they were put under the same microscope, they might be canceled themselves. Exactly. I mean, but, but as you'll say, cancel culture is weird. Because look at the baby. He shot and killed a man inside a Walmart. Yoldo cancel him. Still number one streaming artist in the world. He slap a fighter and slap up a man inside of a Gucci store. Yoldo cancel him. Still number one streaming artist in the world. He goes on a stage and says something about gay people and AIDS and immediately cancel him. Pitchforks. Get behind him for some words. Yoldo cancel him for murdering somebody. You'll cancel him for what he said. Cancel culture is odd, dog. I was that just don't make sense to me. I was it's just thinking that um, I was just thinking that um, now this might be for a bigger episode, but um, something I saw back a couple years back, right? And they were saying that um, we as black people globally, we um ride harder for every other culture and race except our own except our own right and oftentimes we help other people get somewhere progressive and meaningful with their struggle and then our struggle falls behind right so there was women's suffrage which was important Right? Yes. Women's suffrage is very important. Yes. However, at the time, it was white women. White women that were the face of it. Yes, that were the face of yeah. it and that they and were the ones that were given rights. Black yeah. women are still not treated as they should be. Right? But black women were the backbone of exactly. that movement. Then we move into the LGBTQ movement. Very important. Again, right? Everybody should be treated like a human, should be treated properly, with respect and decency, right? Black LGBTQ people are still treated terribly, even by other LGBTQ people. Like, you know, like at every point in history, we are almost always the bottom of the totem pole, right? So when people rush to cancel people in the black community, they always like kind of give us the pitchfork and the torch dipped in alcohol and kerosene and see, yeah, look, look at what that person did. Hold them to a better level. And then when white people perchance do the same thing or similar, it's like it's not the same, the different circumstances, yeah. tap on the wrist, you know? You, the amount of people who have done what R. Kelly and... <laughs> um. Um, Mr. Hutchinson. Oh, you mean Cosby? Yes, well, Cosby have done, right? Like, now, I'm not saying what they did is right. However, no, no, no. I they, they got the full extent of the law. 
everybody I, else gets to walk away with a tap on the wrist and the kiss didn't have enough mm-hmm. substance and some of them don't even go to court some of them get killed you. and then everybody Woody else Allen. that was in it walked away mm-hmm. <laughs> and Annie let me tell do. you how you hitting the nail on the head there with um your commentary because just this weekend Vernon and I driving in the car we talking about something similar and he brings up the same thing that the Me Too movement right is another example of yeah. white women's voices being the you know in the forefront forefront right yep. and even the whole women's march you know things like that again a lot of white women right at the forefront of that but black women have been suffering from this kind of treatment for you know ages i made a comment to anushka that if white women didn't come forward and it was only black women coming forward harvey weinstein probably would have gotten away with what he has then. And then even there, right? Harvey Weinstein versus Bill Cosby, right? Okay. Like that's exactly. another, you know? Right. Exactly. So... I, I, y'all even said Woody Allen. If that's not a sicko who marry his stepdaughter or whatever exactly. it was, you right know? There. Like, right exactly. there. Exactly. So Biggest we, filmmaker, everybody. Oh, I want to work with yep. Woody Allen like it never happened. No problem. But and you know that's why it's always been. Who was the guy in House of Cards? Um, um Kevin. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Yeah. Did he ever go to jail? Where? Oh, yeah, he was even petitioning to have his show back. That that's how that's how bold he became. <laughs> okay. So, I just want us podcast world and out there whoever is listening as black people and the black community like let's not even cut it down into what part of the world but globally we need to be aware that we have our own struggles and sometimes they will be different from those of white people and other people who want to use us to To further their their agenda exactly Mm -hmm. so we need to be cognizant of that fact like i'm not saying exactly so i'm not saying people like the baby dave Chappelle, um anybody else is above reproach but we need to be wary of when we reproach these people right if are we doing this for ourselves or are we doing it because angry white people said this is what we should be doing Mm -hmm. yeah we time we have a mind of our own right regardless of whatever the culture is right now me too um cancel culture whatever we are the ones who make culture most of the time so we need to make our own culture right that creates a healthy world not just a a parasitic or destructive world where one foot out of line and you 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 know to the gallows with you we left that totalitarian system behind we left slavery behind right or 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 am i wrong did we not leave slavery behind like you know it's it's almost like when the slave master would give the overseer to be black right and the black overseer he would have to do his job the best because he didn't want to become a slave again so he was the best overseer you would have ever found right and the slaves in the house are the best slaves you'll ever find because they don't want to be relegated to the to the Field the, the fields, you know. Yeah. So it's almost like they have this, yeah. So you cancel this person and then you'll be the best black person I ever knew. Like you look, yeah, you'll you're be the, the top black. You know, <laughs> Danny, I find it so interesting that you give that slavery example because one of the things that I was thinking is 
certain people are allowed to be mediocre and they get by, you know, with murder. But for us, we are required to be nothing but short perfect. of excellent. Yeah, exactly. You know? Excellent every time. You know? Exactly. And, you, and that has also been like ingrained in us in our upbringing me, and no, stuff like I'm that sure. as you well. Make a point there. Let me, like, let me show you. No, mm-hmm. hold on. Let me show you all that. When Serena Williams loses a grand slam, mm-hmm. the headlines everywhere mm-hmm. and the questions everybody asking her is almost like she killed somebody. Mm-hmm. When a white tennis player loses a grand slam, it's like, oh, okay, all right, you lost, whatever. Look, Djokovic lose. Um, Djokovic lose, uh, and 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 Djokovic was going for the biggest thing mm-hmm. ever in tennis history. You hear about it for a couple of days. You haven't heard about anything about it again. Yeah. Nothing. No headline. Common. Not a thing. Common, common thing. We are held to the highest of standards. To be a legend as a black person, you have to do it all. Mm-hmm. You have right? to walk on water. Well, and I you also have to the moon to, and back. Fly. Everything. I also want to clarify. I know we're saying black people, but I think it also extends every, to people of color. I think it's just of color. Yeah. we used we used to just saying black people, and I just want to clarify for the yeah, podcast. No, no, no. We mean everybody any of person color. of color. End of story. You have to be able to walk on water. You have to turn water into wine, like you, Jesus. All kind of thing like that. No, Anushka, you laugh. For example. Show. What right. You, listen, hold on, Danny. Not to cut you off, eh? You ever hear somebody say, "Oh, that person Asian. They probably they can probably do math well, or some shit like that." Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, <laughs> go ahead, Danny. I was saying, for example, right? In this had already happened. I already knew about this, but Dave Chappelle mentioned in the special, Caitlyn Jenner winning Woman of Dog. the Year. Oh my God, that right? Me. And then First there was year another as a woman scenario. Woman of the year. Yeah, exactly. I you mean, beat out women that will you never have a period. You beat out women that have been women for how long? How long? Their whole life. Their whole life. <laughs> they have babies. They have period. You never have a period, but you win woman of the year. How? I don't mean to diminish whatever Caitlyn Jenner has done in her life, but I think, right, if somebody is to win woman of the year then they should have done something worthy of being woman of the year, right? Now, just having the money to transition, to me, is not as impressive as some other things women have been doing throughout the years of existence, See, right? Serena Williams there was a grandson pregnant, eh? Exactly, exactly, right? Other thing, I'm sure there were other things women did that year. Maybe, maybe, but as good, if not better. It's better, Right? right? And somebody else was saying about um, someone who won female athlete of the year was a transgender person um, in the weightlifting category. Mm-hmm. I'm like, all the female athletes of the year, this year, like Elaine Hera Thompson, um, Naomi Osaka, Ash Barty, Serena Williams. Like, I could go on listing female ad, um You can um, go outside for a stone and hit a female. Yeah, That's like, like it's know. ridiculous. Right? Like the WNBA, all the women in track, like literally the top four women in the 100 meters could each have won that award. Because literally they, they've been running faster times since than the last 20 years, but right? Even, like <laughs> Even the whole, I, I don't know the details of who the people were who gave women of the year, whatever. But just the I fact. I some men. But just the fact that there's something called woman of the year, that's a problem. <laughs> You I bet you I mean? it's some white men somewhere. That I, 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 I bet you. I bet you. 
Because that shit don't make sense to me. Yeah, it's some white people somewhere. Some white people somewhere decided this was more impressive than what black people were doing. Okay. Oh, black, black people probably always win in tennis. They're always running fast. Let's give it to somebody that's done something different. Like, you know, like, Let me tell you that's, that's what I imagine is going on in the boardroom. Like, you know, similar to the whole Windrush, um, the Windrush um, art oh. display. Oh, my God. Why are you like, like a black person designed it, but it was like white people that were like, let's, let's <sighs> give these people something to celebrate. How about um, the art culture? Adani, uh, yeah, give context. <laughs> give context for Adani, the why listeners. You, that you, you know you just make my head just... Adani, give context for the listeners if they don't know. Um, I think um, this week, was it? There was yeah, an was art installation um, revealed in the UK. And for those of you who don't know, um, back in the 70s, 60s, 80s, um, the UK didn't have enough people to work for it because, you know... They, they like black people, so they kick everybody out. So they wanted to break bring... 1.0. Yeah. So imagine, right? The country who a couple hundred years ago was shipping people to the Caribbean to work on tobacco and sugar plantations were now bringing people begging back them to up come. from the Caribbean, come back, come back begging them to come to the UK to, to work and fill out um, labor rules, right? My grandfather was in that. A lot of people, grandparents were in there. Because at the time, it was something to do. You were making pounds. You could send it back home, buy land. Yeah. That's how a lot of um, family wealth started. However, these people were not treated well at all by any stretch of the imagination. And today, to commemorate these people traveling across the sea, hundreds and thousands of miles in dangerous waters, cramped up on boats. Not, not, I'm not talking about slavery. I'm talking about Windrush. But... <laughs> Sounds to do familiar, that, right? <laughs> yeah, sounds very familiar. <laughs> to do that, they had an art installation commissioned, right? Which basically shows the struggle as being free um, fruit produce. Because it's a breadfruit, a sour soap. And what was the other one? A mango? I think so. Let me see. It was something mind. white. Dog. Um, this should don't make no sense to me. Okay. But that's what we are, eh, all fruits. <laughs> but no, but you see, here's the thing, Adani. We're not missing, humans, are we just You're missing out a, a, a big point there. Some of those people, they were never given citizenship, eh? Correct. Exactly. Yeah, still haven't been. Still going through citizenship drama. They, they, some of them, they want, to, they want to deport some of them. And some of them, even their families, they... Um, yep you know, having problems as well. Yeah. yeah. The and them. these people now are old, right? Like, and they've these lived, their old. Entire they lived their entire life over there. Mm-hmm. And now you want to tell them, leave. Yeah. Okay. They can't get their pension. They can't get other things mm-hmm. afforded to them of being citizens of that nation after but helping build out, it look up. At, look, at, look at the fruits, eh? Look at the sculpture on your way out. We build for you. Okay. Yeah. So they commissioned a black person to do it, like, I think, um, to lessen the blow. But at the end of the day, just screams, not reading the room, and performative justice. Like, hi, we care about your English people, but we're not actually going to do anything to fix your situation or help you, you know, in any form of the way. But Never look at this amazing yeah, breadfruit. Sour soap and, uh, what is that? That's a sugar apple? Oh. Yeah, that looking like a... Yeah, it might be a sugar, sugar apple. apple. Yeah, no respect. Huh? Uh, so it's it's the kind of thing that um we as black people have to go through once a week, once a day, right? <laughs> Boy, yeah. They keep and finding ingenious ways to violate us. 
Yeah, and people telling us what we should be angry about and who we should cancel. I think at some point we just have to draw the line and make a make a decision for ourselves on what we want going forward. Because just because you're upset as a white person doesn't mean I am. Um, what else, boy? Imagine I had a topic, but we yeah, we we, you know, we had time. Um, I do want to touch a little bit on um the fact that there was Miami Carnival this weekend because be, hold on before you touch on that. Okay. Yeah, because I feel like that'll be a good note to end on. Um, they did have something crazy happen this week in Texas. There was a shooting at a school. Oh yes. Yeah, there was at a school. The shooting. I mean, was is it still something guy. crazy? No, no, no. This one is crazy because um, this was a young African-American man, a, a black boy. He was being bullied and he told his family. His family went to the school. They, did, they went through all the proper channels. They reported it. They asked for help and whatnot and they got no help. They actually got brushed, pushed aside like, oh, nothing, grow up, tough up kind of thing, whatever. And on that particular day, they came to bully him again. They, I think they, they used to take his stuff and whatnot and he just had had enough and you know, he started shooting. So it's a bit sad, you know. And I think it's even sadder that he shot everybody except the person he was aiming for. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of, you know, a life, uh, multiple lives get ended on that day there, including his, because, you know, more than likely he'll end up doing some serious jail time and whatnot. But, I mean, I feel that speaks to the whole mental health thing. I mean, the person cried out and they were asking for help. It also speaks to the same like um, inequality thing that we've been talking about yeah. on this, right? Because obviously it's black parents asking for help, saying my yeah. son needs so and so. I I don't know why bullying is still a thing. Like you you know who's doing who doing what? Like you know like I'm sorry, but when I have kids, I'll be that parent who comes to the school. And <laughs> But I will I, be in the school, eh? I don't care if your child is five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> I fight in the teacher. I fight, I fight in, in everybody. Child. I fight, I fight in, in everybody. Because it's not, it's not my child. You make him kill themselves because oh, you bully them every all. day. Yeah. So yeah. I come in there fist swinging. Right? I fight in everybody. So, they, may say, they may say I'm the bully now, but at least it's it, not my it, child. Like no, now, now they want to do something about bullying, but at least they'll be doing something. Yeah. Because this, this shit makes no sense to me, especially when somebody come and asks for help. If he didn't ask for help, that's one thing. But he came and he asked for help. And y'all did nothing about it. Y'all didn't stop it. Y'all didn't reprimand the people doing it. And here we are. Something that could have been totally avoided. Yeah, but it's also still problematic that he was able to get the um, gun and all of that, right? What's and that's new? always going to be a problem of... Yep. The Sadly, great state of Texas. The world, Anushka. Uh, yeah, no, no, sorry, correction. The United States of America. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Mostly, mostly that's, I think, that's the problematic zone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They can get a gun too easy. Mm-hmm. Right? So, talk to us about Miami Carnival. Um, it's back, right? So, it's back and yeah. it's the first carnival that we've had proper like i guess i for sure Grenada. first first carnival in north america yeah classify <laughs> that since 2020 um because remember you had liberty atlanta la everywhere was having a carnival right Michael, yeah. the u.s been open eh? I yeah, liberty. um grenada grenada had their carnival um yeah. 
that that didn't but, go over too well, but yeah. but the difference with Miami and it will be interesting to see or hear or you know how it will be seen and heard. But they had some strict protocols in place regarding um, testing, right? So yes. you cool. had to have um, before going to any of the events, you had to have like a PCR test by the sixth, I of, think, sixth of October. It couldn't be any time before because you know. To the thing was over the weekend, so that would be like the cutoff date. But in addition, they had rapid te- rapid testing available at um, the official carnival venues as well. So if you did the rapid test, you'd obviously have to wait, and there were you know some people there were lines you know of people waiting for um, the rapid test. Um, it is I want to kind of sort of say a step in the right direction to get back to quote-unquote normal, but, okay, so positives, I'm happy to see a return of our culture, I'm happy to see, um, you know, people in costumes and just our culture and people vibing together, um, I'm happy to see that they're trying to put safety in place, but me personally, where I am in the spectrum of we outside, <laughs> yeah, we out there. Um, it still makes me personally me, nervous, um, especially seeing the, all of these people still partying with no masks. And, yeah, and the crowd, kind of the crowd look like pre-COVID crowds, correct, right? Correct. People on top of one another, no masks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and that gave me like a, uh, you know, me, feeling. Let me ask you a question. This is just the so, conspiracy uh, theories in me but, thinking. But, but wait, wait a minute. So, just saying, I'm not passing any judgment to the people who went and participated in Miami Carnival. I know place. Carnival is a, you know, important thing Some for a lot of for that. exactly. Years, no carnival, they won't even have a, okay. And you know, you had that Power to you. great <laughs> um, consequences. <laughs> we'll just we just you know, and here's the thing: someone always has to be the guinea pig, the example, you know, of how we do things, right? If if they didn't try, if the organizers of Miami Carnival did not try, um, someone else would would have to so try, right? There's the conspiracy theory, right? You know, just just spitballing it. I have to have a test done by October six, right? Mm-hmm. So I do my test. On October 6th, okay? But I get COVID on October 7th. Correct. What happens now? You I guess that's happy. why the rapid test is being implemented okay. at the... But the rapid but on, test on, was not on. required. Hold on, hold on. But on if you week, had your PCR. Hold on. So the rapid test is at the event, right? So if I, you don't have your PCR. Okay. Oh, so if I do have the PCR. Yeah, it's not oh, that okay, every... So I didn't find the floor already. Yeah. I didn't find the floor. I yeah. do it on the 6th and I get COVID on the 7th. Correct. Everybody in the event screwed. Mm-hmm. Cool. Great. Understood. Well, we, I guess we're going to really see in the next two to four weeks what impact it has. Mm-hmm. Because um, all these people will be either going back home or going uh-huh. back to their communities. Uh-huh. And, okay. And, and that's and the thing because a lot of them are not in Miami. A lot of people travel. A lot of people came Miami. from islands. A lot of people came from other parts of the state. I'm glad you'll see why I was going on your wedding before. Oh, me, well, yeah. You know? I mean, but here's the thing with anything, there's a risk. And people will willing so, to take the risk. Now, so. you see, you brought this thing up of carnival. Now, the thing about the carnival, par- the parade itself. And this that this is a thing about Miami Carnival and these ca- just carnivals in general. What we're describing is the 
stance of the organizer, that would mean anything for official Miami Carnival events. I do not know what the procedures were in place for the fringe events. You get what I'm saying? Because you have a lot of events All that the are not private parties. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Um, and they maybe had varying degrees of you need a vaccine or this. But what Miami or Carnival mask did, wearing, etc. the thing Miami Carnival did is they required the PCR test whether you were vaccinated or not. And I think that is something that was definitely a positive, right? Because oh, yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, because there are people, there are things, you know, they allow vaccinated people to do things, but not taking into consideration that vaccinated people could still, you know, have COVID, right? So I give them props for requiring it because here's the thing, that is also organizational feat to be able to check everybody's records as well as do rapid testing for so many people on site. I must say, so, I must say. And I don't think um, right now in the Caribbean we'd have that no. level of organization. So, <laughs> um, give the Gaston Brown thing. Jola to me the Gaston Brown thing. Oh, right? something along the lines of Gaston Brown said, um, who is Prime Minister of Antigua, you know, not my friend from school. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but he, there was something floating around the news this week that he said, come 2022, the restrictions or whatever. The, and, oh, they re, they're lifting all COVID restrictions. And if you haven't gotten vaccinated, that's you your business. And you die, that's your business. It's your business. <laughs> because they're um, anticipating by that point, they would have done everything they could have done as the government to people, provide vaccination. People fed up. Okay. That's so, where they at. Yeah. But you know, funny enough, you brought this thing about up about carnival, and I saw somebody tweeted something. And basically they were asking if the Cayman Islands have carnival mm. because the 84% fully vaccinated mm. the population. And somebody said, yes, they do. Now, you see, if you come and you tell me 84% of your population vaccinated, I, I, I'm fine if you have carnival. Mm. At, at this point, but like, for locals only. Yeah, at this point, do your thing, dog. Have your carnival. Locals only. Eighty-four percent of you are vaccinated. Like, and and if you're doing the tests and whatnot, then it's easy for you to find the person who have it and send them at the home in the story. Yeah. Um. The other thing about carnival, because like I was saying, right? There's gonna be segmentation, right? Like, forgive me, I'm a marketer, right? But like, there's gonna be segments. The people who went to carnival were willing to take that risk and felt like the experience and safety measures in place was, you know, greater than staying at home, right? But um, there was this post from um at things nice on Instagram that said. Why no Miami Carnival for you? And um, she gave four options. A, I don't feel like being around all those humans. B, Florida is wilding right now. C, I'm not pressed to fit. And D, I'm so not in the mood to hop on a plane. Flying is a mess these days. And I just felt like that was such an ac- accurate representation for those of us on the other side. <laughs> Yeah, you know? yeah. I think uh, what uh, you're uh, missing is E, all of the above. <laughs> yeah, on 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 like uh, another level, like I I get maybe some older folk that are saying like, "Well, just cap 
party for for two years straight. No, you can party. You can stop the party for two years. Um, but I don't know. Like I personally wouldn't have gone to the first one, and that's just me. Mm-hmm. Like power I, to everybody I, who power to everybody who went thing. out. Yeah, but I just in case everything was a mess and we still don't know yet. We'll only know if that stuff is successful like a couple mm-hmm. of weeks from now. Check Otherwise, I'll just be a super spreader event, like so, um, okay. a, a, a almost global super spreader event. That's what I was about to say. It's not no regular so, super spreader because a lot of them people going back to different yeah, because you had different people in Airbnb, mm-hmm. in hotels, going to large gatherings My from God. like Wednesday evening to Monday night because they have all the going away parties this week, basically. And now these people are going to go back to their regular jobs, lives, and homes, and they're not going to be held to a strict standard. So they're going to start spreading if they got it there. So we're going to see some very interesting numbers. Or maybe it was a huge success and they, right? they succeeded. And everything, and everything will be fine. The trend will not spike up or I down any which way. Yes. Let's see how it goes. Second one. Let's see. Yeah. Yeah. But kudos to the organizers who are still yeah, trying to make it happen. I'll the culture is important. Yeah. A lot of people, even if they get COVID, they probably like... Yeah, they like it was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth yeah. it. They needed yeah. that. Yeah. Last lap. Yeah. 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 The, um, one of the most um, amazing things for me to see on a positive note was mm. the amount of different people I have on my story from different walks of life, different... Um, mm-hmm backgrounds whether they be american um belize trinidad jamaica antigua wherever it be in the caribbean right but every time they posted a story on their ig or their whatsapp or something like 90 percent of the time was a solution song song, playing in the background and 90 percent of 90 percent of that time was denry soka (laughs) denry segment and it just don't think Denry stopped putting out music during the no. pandemic. Oh, no. Denry doesn't I stop. I think you put out even more music. Eh? Be- because the fellas inside and the studio downstairs. The fellas have more time <laughs> on their hand. That, no, the like, about it. But the thing is, they don't even have the newest of new. Yeah. They have like what was popular last year kind of thing. Last year in 2019. Like they, they have those songs on lock. So I was hearing like 2016, 17, 18, 19 Denry segment. And some 2020. They don't have the newest stuff yet. But regardless, I remember jumping in Miami Carnival years back, as as nearby as 2016, right? And it would be amazing if you heard two St. Lucian songs, Mm -hmm. right? So the fact that we now mainstream and you now have entire sessions playing um, Denry segment like for most of the session and just throwing it in there with the beat, whatever, mixing stuff up. I think we've come a long way. Um, I'm happy. I don't know if it happened, but I'm happy. I didn't see any um, white chocolate Denry segment session. This carnival. And Annie, we're just trying to forget you. We're just Danny trying for- to bury <laughs> that and just you know, nah, nope. nah, I agree, I agree. Don't forget, don't forget your colonizers. <laughs> and elephants promise one hundred percent. I remember you out there, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> wow. We ain't forget. We ain't forget you see you from Denry. 
We ain't forget. Damn. And I never um, see you, Falco. We ain't forget. The streets have not <laughs> forgotten. Um, but sorry, I, uh, Danny said the streets have not forgotten, and I just imagining him like riding around on his bicycle. <laughs> oh, by by Falco, by Falco, yeah. Meet, meet, meet me at Falco if you know where that is. Meet me at Falco. <laughs> outside <laughs> um but yeah um it's been a it's been an eventful weekend now that i think about it so and mind you are riding around like d-boy eh? all right <laughs> wow <laughs> bum, bum. Kasa, it, it, you must be real get buff hunting in the pandemic oh i, I will be by the time <laughs> that's why i have the bicycle when I come by, oh my god, I it's Debo. <laughs> oh no, hide quickly. I was um, just talking to somebody about how amazing like that Friday movie Friday, is. Like I can yeah. still watch that anytime I sit on. Yeah. <laughs> um, you have anything else to say to close? You know. Um. Hey, what are you guys doing for Halloween? Nothing. I, You're I not going know. to dress not... up in your house. No, I'm I'm going to undress in my house. Oh, okay, baby. <laughs> hey, all right. Tell it to the podcast. All right. I don't hey. know. I'm not and big on the whole Halloween. So you're thing. you're going to role play, and Nushka going to be the larger bless, and you're going to be the <laughs> unsuspecting, <laughs> unsuspecting Whoa. young man walking home, winding his business. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, oh please, don't seduce me. No, larger bless. No, take your notes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, not, I don't know. I'm not big on the whole Halloween yeah, thing. Yeah, so our neighborhood is like they have people who so that people had, have decor- Oi. had decorations up from like the end of September. They didn't let October first. First day of October, I was seeing decorations. I'm like, yo, yo, and like the house wait? is like fully done. Wow. And for me, because we didn't grow up on Halloween yeah. and the dressing up and the decorating and that kind of thing, it doesn't like. It doesn't spark joy for I'm me. I'm for the candy. It, it doesn't, you know. I'm not even there for the candy. I'm here for the cheap candy that after the align. day. <laughs> I, I think a year in Tampa, Jaluk, Jordan, and I went as garbage bags. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, yeah, anytime <laughs> Vidan and I have done Halloween, it's literally because we have, like, a last-minute, like, yeah. invitation to, like, a party yeah, likewise. somewhere, and then we have to figure out, like, a last-minute easy, like, not yeah. expensive If that happened this costume. year, though, that's usually the slutty fire fire and police officer. Well, nah, no, I went as a construction worker. Yeah, yeah. Went, and then we should went as Pikachu. Oh, oh. Yeah, I, yeah. I had, like, a Pikachu onesie. Yeah, so man, I, I just wanted. So Vernon was as Ketchum who failed to be a Pokemon. Well, trainer. so hair joke, hair <laughs> joke. I was Pikachu, and without planning, my friend and her boyfriend had dressed up like um Team Rocket. Oh yeah, they did. They dressed so, up as Team Rocket. So there was it's a picture of them trying and catch me. With ah, Pokemon. that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. That's like our childhood day Pokemon. Oh, gotta catch them all. Yeah, yeah I but know, I know we're gonna. Yeah, I feel like even I, just for like decorating the house and stuff, I just no. just with how we were raised, like I don't want, I don't want skulls and and evil yeah. devil looking things outside the nah. front of my house. I I would you know? I would never decorate my house up like that, but yeah, I would do like a um like a contagion movie, like pandemic caution tape biohazard kind of thing. Okay, uh, okay, or. Okay. Or I wish 
if we did do it down here, it was more based on our culture. So I would like to see somebody be a Lajable, somebody be a Sukuya, that kind of thing. Okay, like, you know, okay. like somebody yeah, dress up as like Papa Boa, you know, or, or Mama Glue, you know, somebody like, you know, just put a, our Caribbean spin on it. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like, you know, cause I'm sure like the roots are steeped in some form of black culture to exactly. do with um, New Orleans and all that, you know, voodoo and stuff. So, hey. Why not make it our own? Like, you know, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. I only have enough room in my heart for one holiday. So Christmas. Christmas. Exactly. Peanut punch. The ham. We're going all out this year. Okay. I want no less than four hams in that oven. Right. And oh, I'm making no I less. Like talking, I'm making no less than 10 liters of peanut punch. Right. That have to take me from December 1st to January 18th. I like how you're talking there. All right. Yeah. Well, by the time the listeners are listening to this podcast, it will be 75 days till Christmas. Wow. Damn, we ran out of time, boy. I'm not letting West Tech do me what they do me last year. I so. need to soak my fruits. Oh, early. <laughs> early. Next week, I start to look for Black Friday deals. <laughs> <laughs> you say it jokingly, but I was doing that already last night. <laughs> Yeah, I have to get all my gifts here on time because last year I had to tip Amazon boxes and put them in gift bags and then put coming soon. <laughs> you wow. know, God wow. help the pad customs. <laughs> customs wow. gave you coal this year, you know, and <laughs> get innovative. No, yeah, we, 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 we get in the stuff. That's a good point to end on as well. 75 days to Christmas, start thinking about your shopping and all of that because the demand and shipping stuff is going to be crazy. Yep. Is the $5 that you're probably going to save for Black Friday woof Worth the it. delay in shipping that you're going to experience and not being able to give your loved one the gift on Christmas Day because you have to wait till the second week of January to go to West Tech to shout up in their store because that's the only time people take you seriously when that's you threaten to shoot up a when store and kill people. That's the only time. That's the only when time. When you ask to speak to the manager. And yeah. You know, really yeah. Voice. When you, yeah. When you say, hey, I, I would put my pickup in this store. That's the only time suddenly people want to hold. So let me see what I can do for you. Oh, now you want to talk. Okay. This is not a personal story. You know, just happen. <laughs> so save yourself the stress. Order your shit early. Vernon, please make your wish list. Yes, please and I'm thanks. Making, I am making my wish list. You will have it. Um, also, it's if you... It's a fucking wish list, but you'll have it. If you all made it this far in the podcast, let us know. Maybe you'll get a Christmas gift from us. You know, that's a Who good knows? idea. I'm going to make everyone in my family do that. Make a wish list? <laughs> yeah, just so it's easier yeah, to that's just what, like. That's what we do. What we we do? make a wish list that has more things than what we'd probably get. So then people have, have options, options, yeah. options yes. to choose. And then it doesn't mean that the person is going to get... Everything. only the but, things on the but list but they have an idea of what yeah yeah exactly and what then you would what like, to yeah. s- and we started adopting the thing of doing stockings so you get you can get like a a set of little stuff as well right that's hey, more my stockings give this video one you know i got a back scratcher so <laughs> you have no idea <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's been another episode of the Caribbean Millennials <laughs> Podcast, guys. I hope everyone has a great week. Yes, we're, out. we're going to succeed. <laughs> <laughs>